Okay, let's go back to Sif Zion from before Perm. In the middle of it, so let's get our bearings. The Machaber brings down the very last halach and kufyud gimel. If Bishalakum was cooked, Bishalakum was done, the food was cooked in Kalim. Do the Kalim become usr like regular Kalim do when you cook in Isidarais in them or most other Durabonans? Or come out all other Durabonans. So we have Machlekes Rishainim, which is the Stamani Yeshem in the Machaber. And as we pointed out last week, this can be Nagea. If you have help in the kitchen, make yourself eggs. So then, come out, everybody agrees that that is Bishalakam. We have the Machlekes, is she making you eggs? Is there a Tzad Lachom B'Dievid? This Machlekes there would be, because maybe it's a Sveksveke, but let's say she made her own eggs, and you weren't telling her what to do. And real Bishalakam material, not does it ask for the Kalim. So, Tezayim, page Kuf Ches. Kalim Shabisham of Chavim, Lufanenu Dvarm, Sheesh Behem Bishum Bishul of Chavim, Tzrichim Hechsher. Stambe is that they need Kashring. Vieshaimim, Shein and Tzrichim, they don't need. And even according to the Shitas that require it, we have a Kula by Klicheris, which normally you can't Kashr. Alpha Divir and Matzrichim Hechsher, Imu Klicheris, Magila Shalosh Palma Vadaya. We do a Gala three times, we'll discuss why in a minute. We'll more make up by this particular Durabanon, and we'll draw the contrast soon. Go back to Kuflam Test on the page before, which is what we're up to. We explained the first sheet doesn't need much explanation. It's also Midabanon, like any other is Durabanon, you've got to kasha the Kalim. Why are there Mekilim, or what do they hold? What's shot in the Eshemim? So, three lines at the bottom in Ois Kuflam Test. Everybody see it? On page Kuf Test. <coughs> He agrees that by all other Rabbanans you require Hechsher over here, you don't. Why do we ask Bishalakim? Because he's serving delicious food. He's going to want to marry your daughter. You're going to want to marry his daughter. And therefore, we asked it. So we only asked for food. We didn't ask for Blias. And all that's left in this pot is Blias. Matter of fact, tomorrow there'll be stale Blias, but even the non stale ones, even if the Ben Yema, they did not serve, they don't require There's no problem in cooking in them. Das Arashba, who's the first sheet that holds you to the kasher, which is almost easier to understand. So, long plug, once they asked the chest of the food, they asked the pot where the food was. Was cooked. That is the machlekes that we're all called to mekel. You have to wash it out. The base yes, it points out. And now the kula within the sheet of the rashi holds you have to kasher, which is normative halacha. Kuf memalef afa divrei matzich and hechsher in muklicheres magilu shalosh palme v'daya ratzalimer. Avagad the b'shari yisurim em nivla mehem muklicheres ein latakanam neishen abli yitzai deagola. We assume pottery, even glazed pottery. Uh, the bleas go in, and you can't really get them out with kashering. Again, most rabbanons are exera atu some daraisa. So I gave an example. You have tevel rabbanon atu tevel daraisa. He's going to talk about dam, which is an isa daraisa. But if it's a dam that was salted daraisa, dam shabishus rabbanon. But it has an iker. The gzera is atu an iker daraisa over here. The gzera is atu a daraisa called intermarriage. But that's not a direct daraisa on this food. That's just a roundabout uh, daraisa. Therefore. 
the Ra holds is more than two mekel. The Rashba agrees when it comes to Hagala of Klicheris. If you do it three times, we'll see what that does in a moment. Yes? The other came, he suddenly do Hagala. The Ra holds, you don't need Hagala. He holds, there's no Isra Ambliyas. They never asked him if there's no Chasnas Ambliyas. They don't taste very good. The Rashba says, Hakashri means Hagala. Or leave it, depending on Kabbalah Kapota. If it was done on a steak on a grill. So then you'd have to do libun, which is not so easy, but doable. If it's done with a liquid medium, you need a color. Yeah, that's what it means. But just the chiddush is that this is going to be the only example where we allow kasher and klicheris. Normally, we assume the bleeds don't come out. Even the Rashba's Maidu, which he explains right now, first wide line, gun dam shamalcho, the mutamalatar, uh, So there are many examples of foods that also midabon, atu directly at daraisa. Imnivabu klicheris, enlatakana, normally. It could be just as important, more important, it's a hedge against assimilation, but it's not as chamer. So what does Gimel Pama do? If Agala doesn't take Ablia, so what are we accomplishing? We rely on the Metzias. After doing three Hagalas, we assume whatever is coming out came out already. Whatever didn't come out is not coming out the next time we use the pot. He'll say, well, if that's scientifically true, so why are we ever worried? Why don't we do Agala three times? And every Klicheris, the answer is, we're not so sure. So by the races of Adalbonans, which are close to the races, we're Machmer. And by Bishalakum, even the Rashba holds, we are Mekel. Is it because there's a Shita that even by the races it works, or it's not? No, it's more the fact, keep in mind, we have the Machlekes by Bishalakum, is a bottle bereaved in Ishishim. So already the Meshit is the whole bottle, whatever comes out is going to be bottle right, right away. So how is it going to come out already? You did a goal three times, whatever comes out is minuscule, so therefore, and there's a machlekes, and apparently the Rashba hears the Ra's side also, he just holds it to low plug. So, kol hani tam yanal, so we, uh, they were, they were mekel. Uh, the Metzius is true. If you do it three times, most of these will come out, just that, that doesn't satisfy us by every other iser that's cooked in the pot. I mentioned to you last week, we were talking about the possible kula, waiting a year with the Chacham feet. We'll use that, not straight off the bat as much as people want to use it, but we'll use it, and even when we use it, we'll say, well, you know, kasher anyway. Uh, because it does something, perhaps, and just don't rely straight away. So it's taken with us, but we won't use this straight away for any others in the Rabbanim. Certainly not a derisa. Kuf membeiz, magila shalosh pam v'daya, miyot tzar lahaptim meiz leis, you going to do this? Wait 24 hours. Now, he points out an interesting thing in the Biurim that that is not so poshut. Um, take a look at the Biurim of the page before. I just want to show you. It's interesting. I love this. Uh, go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven lines from the bottom of the line. See that? First one line is Sefer Anal Mavur Oida Philippe Dina Achi and Sham Amnam. Zenir Dafla Shach and Lokal Shari Iker Terra Dagos Lucheres Gimopamim. Vubatur Dafka Acher Mace Lace. He's debating over here whether you need Mace Lace or not. Why we makel? This is a phenomenal cool as it is. So we're makel. Once you're starting off, and you're dealing already with a drabon or gzeir atu benyema. They design us this or kaltfeya. Bezela mahani madika samach la miklashi sura bahachi. When meloch and I bishalakum la mahani madika roiv. To say so, what he's quoting is some Acharnim suggested that if you already only need Roy by Bishalakam anyway, they don't need Shishim. So to be a Ben Yemah, since the Kasher is going to be bottled in the water. 
So he says that's not parsed at all, and it could be the klicher is such a phenomenal kula as it is, but you don't find anywhere else they were only willing to make if you started off with a stale bli in the first place. Ain Zainyan explains, Why is it we always wait? I explained last week. Why we always wait till it's an We're worried that the blia will go out and it might go back in. Say, why don't I say but once the stale blia doesn't have the power to go back in? Uh, that's normally why we wait. He says, that's not why we wait over here. So technically, if you had a pot that was 60, can I get the blias that were coming out? You wouldn't be worried in Kashra Ben Yemen, technically. Um, that's true by regular kashering. The reason why we make it by klicher is because there are a lot of other stotum lachol. One of those stotum is it has to be an ena because the belief is weaker, not because we have to wait till it's weaker so it shouldn't go back in. Even if you're, it's baltabarev right away, we want it to be an ena um, So that's an important point. He says, but it has to be an Enabanyama. And even if you have a gigantic pot, even if you all need Shishim, certainly if you all need Rev, it's not going to help over here. We want to start off with a bleed that's weaker inside before you start Kasher. That's an important point. Yeah. He Kashered it when it was. The Klicheris? The Klicheris? So according to this, according to this, he's not in great shape. Is it because it doesn't work? Yeah, we don't want this. We, we don't kosher pottery. That's the standing position. We have so many kulas. It's a machlekes, whether you have to kosher in the first place, and it's a more kaldur abonon, and klicheris does something in kosher with the etan, and he's adding, this part's not clear. It's not in Shulchan That's why he has to speak about it. And if you start from an ben it's already an ben it's a drabonon, not to a ben so it sounds like uh, we wouldn't be, because again, if you just need, that's why he introduced, normally we wait to it's an any ben yemah, but in Yikasha, you don't want the bleeds going out and going back in, which they have the power to do if they're a ben yemah. And you don't always have shishim. Here, what they, they were suggesting is you don't need shishim, but the shot, you only need roiv, you always have roiv. So he says, that's not the verb. That's the machlegas over here. So according to this taina, who he's bringing over here, uh, he, he has a right, the Sadat spells this out. He says, it's the right, we want the, the isa to be kal. Not that we're solving the problem. That's what he's saying. Now, is that, it seems to be somewhat of a machlekes, but that's the point he's trying to make. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, Bliyas is, you know, you can talk about Bliyas, give Sharon for a hundred years. Bliyas have their own, uh, you know, their own lifestyle. And their own. It's, a, it's an interesting study by itself, but his, this is very unique. You don't find this anywhere that we have a cool location. Such as how many coolers they had to put into this equation in the first place. Okay, now. Uh, if you lost me in that last exchange, come back to the Ramah, the very last Shaila in the Simon. Uh, this is very, very fascinating. This gives you a, a little insight into Hilchah Shabbos, Hilchah Shabbos, Hilchah Shabbos, Hilchah Shabbos, Hilchah Shabbos, Yes. Right. No, for two reasons. Number one, even the Rashba, even the Shita is a whole the Kasha, which you possibly like, hold, you could be making by Klicharis Kasha three times. It's a little more difficult by our pottery, by the way. It's glazed. So it's easier and more difficult. Because at the end of the glass shy, the glass, some hold, you don't have to Kasha, some hold, you can't Kasha it. But Lamaisa, they, they might balance each other out. And we don't normally Kasha glass in general because Ashkenazim are Mahmer, that you can't Kasha glass. 
uh, that's Klicharis um, or worse. So that might, that glaze might, uh, might make things slightly more complicated. Not all, um, I don't even know if they all have glaze. Or the glaze might be thinner. Have to know. They put glaze on China because they want it to look shiny inside the crock pot. I don't know how. Uh, it's much thinner. Sure, sure, they have all this technology. They're spritzing it. Yeah, it's a lot better. A lot better. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Even the Teflon Shaila, you know, you don't, you, you kasha plastic, you don't kasha plastic. The, the top of the pot's Teflon. And, you, you know, as a Shaila, how much of a glue? We treat it as plastic and some kasha plastic. But yes, it, it's, it's a lot thinner, and that's why it, it might change. Um, the answer to your question, though, in your, in your particular case, keep in mind, you have shitas that hold if you have two of the three shitas and we shown him you don't even ask the food. And that is in the base Yehudi and the worker slash maid Shifcha who is being told what to do. And here she's doing a part of her work. You can make an argument the chont is kosher, let alone kosher the pot. And we were relying on that certainly for kosher and you wouldn't even have to kosher. What you're remembering is, is that we question whether or not the shifcha they're talking about is our shifcha who doesn't do windows, gets three weeks off and leaves whenever she wants or it's any help. On Shabbos? On Shabbos. Okay, that's a different problem. Right. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. But just off, that's the Friday afternoon problem. panic. Where I she... thought they had two problems. Like, first of all, I said, I don't use, forget about the, first of all, I put the two chones as trays. That's what I'm saying. So that's not, and the Amir Lachum is, is an issue. Yes, the mirror got an issue, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't make the food or have such a list of that would just be an Isra Hano to have enough from the mice of the guy. But if you're asking me, the more common shot is when she does it every Shabbos, now before Shabbos, and everybody's in a frenzy and no, she's no, trying she to help out. Okay, so let's put the Amir Lachum aside. That wouldn't ask the pot anyway. Just ask the pot. I can make the argument the food's kosher. So you certainly would have to kosher the pot in this case. Because well, you, you, have, you, have, you have two, uh, three sheets. No, no, I'm saying. The, you, but Pashas is, is an argument that the Chalta's mother. The food itself. No. No. Forget the Amir Lakam. That's complicating things. Forget the Amir Lakam. Let's say it's happening on a Friday. So, so the Pashas is Bishalakam. But remember, if you have two of the three sheets, Basi Hudi, and she was a paid worker, even though the jury's still out on, is that good enough? But Pashas Nechrenim say it is, and they, he just wants a taina that maybe updated to today. The, the workers have too much freedom, and they don't really have any sheep, but there's no. So that's part of which story do you go with? So then you can make an argument the food's motor. Certainly um, you can make the argument you don't have to kosher the pot because kosher the pot's still a machlegis. Remember, whenever you have any shayla where there's bishlaka material, you probably don't have to kosher because even when it is bishlaka material, it's machlegis that you have to kosher. So that, that, that's my... Uh, yeah, what? Well, that doesn't help if it didn't get to macham and the sai and the fire's out. It was raw before my coming to the sun. No, no, no. If you put a pot, no, 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 no. If you put a pot on the fire, walk away, and there was nothing going on, and she turns the fire, that's a big problem. That's a that's a. The shilas come when the, the fire came from pipe light and all the Ashkenazi coolers and things like that. But if you didn't, uh, yeah. Yes, I'm saying, so you have to look. It was, I assume, let's say a case where the case I'm often called with is nobody turned on the crock pot. <laughs> she was nice enough to walk by. The shosh is being nice anyway. 
and to help out, and the mother's in the shower, and the kid's over there, and they're leaving the children. Oh my God, they'll be totally punked in there, they're not going to have trouble. So she, uh, No, no, no. We are making on Amir Lakam banish mushes. No, 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 no. We're making on Amir Lakam shahs banish mushes. Not making on Bishal Lakam shahs banish mushes. Only in Hilchah Shabbos make on the other shahs. But I'm making on any kashrus dishes banish mushes either. Not even Lush and Her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. So, yeah, if the husband's supposed to plug it in, it's not kind of for him. That we might take into account. Uh, but uh, but uh, no, no, no. We are not making on that Lachat uh, again, if a person did it out of fright, we have those two out of three sheets. It's a Mishanim, but uh, I wouldn't. Uh, what? So you might, if she has a general letter of instructions that she's supposed to plug in all crockpots in any house all year and it happens to be on Shabbos, then maybe it's not a mere lock issue. Maybe. Although I, I, I don't know, crockpots usually around Shabbos, the other time, so I'm not even convinced about that. But it won't take care of the Bishalakim. She's doing it for you. Remember, I had the Shiloh with the kid. Who's he doing it for out of his fear for getting Petch or his father? You know, that, that was a, but, but, but the Gaita, they're certainly doing it for you. That's the. Um, okay, so the last instance Shiloh is this little Ramah here, which is quite a huge Machalik Zachrainim. We'll start it now and continue in the Mitzvah Shen tomorrow night. Take a look at the Ramah on page Kufiyud Hagab. Sometimes you have Ramah commenting on the Machaber. This Ramah has no Shaykhus. Anything, uh, uh, we'll see it as uh, to the resulting food in a cooler we have by Bishalakim, and maybe the pots we'll discuss. So the din is that if you have a chayla, if you have a chayla masukin, you can eat chazer if you need to. It doesn't come up today, but uh, you know, you can do any deresa, sefer if you have a chayla she'en basakana, we also have coolers. We just discussed, we have a cooler if you want to do. Uh, uh, even a yid can do an isadra bonum with a shinoi uh, for a chedeshem basakana. You've got to be careful. We just spoke about this before marriage. You've got to be careful making up your own shinoyim. People, one guy told me, he said, I did the shinoi. what was your shinoi? He said, I winked. He was carrying something. And he winked. I said, he said, he said, I never wink when I'm doing this malacha. I said, that's a nice, I've heard all sorts of very strange variations of that. You know, you can't hop either. You got to do You have the shina has to be built in, and, and you, it's really got to be a real shinoi. Not, you can't just make up your own uh, shinoyim. So, just before you do something, before you do anything about it, it's also do it about it with a shinoi. You have certain atayim, but makum kaili, and it doesn't have to be chaili masukim, but you got you to figure out what a shinoi is. Okay. So, the din is you can use a shinoi, and another coolie you have is that if it's important for the good health of the patient, you're allowed to. Have a guy do a malacha deraisa. Here we have a bishul akam and an amir lakam shaylam. You can ask ask a guy, tell a guy to cook a chicken soup. It's the only th- example I can think of. Everybody knows chicken soup is going to heal him very very quickly. Uh, you can ask the guy to put up a chicken soup. I'm only talking about chazara, where midaraisa uh, we hold the bishul chavishul by liquid. You tell a guy take the chicken and make a chicken soup. Now I, I, I want to say the chicken shechted already. If it's a chayla masukin, you could tell the guy take the chicken and shechted and make the chicken soup. That you can't do over here. It's a chayla sheimbas sakana. But the chicken shechted already and it was salted. Everything's ready to go, and we just didn't make the chicken soup. So you could tell a guy on Shabbos to do a malacha the rice bishul. So we allow a mir lachem the rice. We now for a, for a yid, he can only do a, a drabanon with a shinoi. But a guy, we allowed to do even a the 
You have to define a chedesh shem besakana, by the way. A guy who has the sniffles is not a chedesh shem besakana. Somebody who has the flu until 80 years ago was a chedesh mesukins. I'm not sure how many people fit into this category of but there's a whole category in Hechashabis of a chedesh shem besakana. Now we have a lot of people like that. Children automatically had a status of a chedesh mesukin often. I'm, saying, I'm wondering before penicillin, somebody got a, a very bad cold which can turn into pneumonia in 1920. They were a chedesh mesukin. So, I, 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 so and, and they describe it in Shulchan Aziz. The guy has a fever and he's not, doesn't think he's going to die, doesn't think it's uh, fatal, and just very out of sorts. I just, now looking back historically, we have plenty of people, Baruch Hashem, like that today. Baruch Hashem. People get the flu and they get this and they get that. We are not concerned that they are going to uh, get sick enough to be in mortal danger. But they're in that category of Chalish Shem Basakana, so we'll allow Amir Lakam at the Reisa and, and, and Yehudi to do a Shina with the Just in the time of the. Uh, in the time of the Gemara, it's just looking back historically, it's interesting that we see now that relatively simple things developed into very, very dangerous situations very quickly. Right, and I don't know what that, that's true. That's true. They're talking about Sakana Zaver. I don't know. We don't know what they meant because if a guy is. Losing the Chubas Radvaz, which we mentioned this year, Shabbos afternoon, a while back, we can get back to it, where it talks about the case where the, 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 uh, the Duke came over and instead of threatening to kill him, instead, unless he shoots Shimon, he just said, I'm going to cut off, unless you let me cut off your arm, I'm going to shoot him. So the Radvaz, the whole Chuva, do you have to, do we do the Chuva inside yet? I'm going to do the Chuva inside. Do you have to get the arm cut off to save his life? So Radvaz says, you certainly have no Chiv. Maybe if it's not dangerous, so we were discussing then, which part wasn't dangerous? We couldn't figure out. We still don't know. But they're bleeding then. They didn't know how they have, they didn't know how to stop bleeding. How they got to stop it, get infection. They didn't know. But apparently there was such a, Radvaz lived in this world and he, uh, and we had uh, Jewish doctors, the Ramam, the Ramam, you know, so apparently they knew of such cases. So whatever it is, the category was, um, my grandmother told me recently, I love uh, recording all the uh, stories I hear from, uh, from Vienna. This is last week's. Uh, she told me that uh, her mother, when she, after she gave birth to her, she was a few weeks old. The mother caught a cold, which turned into a flu, which turned into pneumonia. This is 1917, 18. She said she remembered that uh, all, they were all refugees from Poland. The whole Vienna was made up of Polish uh, Alexanders who were moved to Vienna. Uh, and they were living like 25 people to an apartment. And uh, she said uh, one of the cousins or one of the aunts that was there I don't know, penicillin. I think they, they have it. It just wasn't commercially available. It was in the middle of a war. It was the end of the war, but it was still, the war was still on. And um, she came in, and she, uh, she was told. Not available. Not, not available at all, but it, it existed. It just wasn't available. It didn't even exist? It didn't exist. They didn't, they didn't start making? Not? Yeah, okay. Nothing to solve it? Nothing? Zero? They didn't even invent it? Okay. So, okay, I... I uh, she just told me they didn't have anything available. I thought she meant it wasn't available for the message. It wasn't available for anybody, even the president. Okay. They were, they were probably still bloodletting. Uh, well, they bloodled much later than that, but okay, it's a different schmooze. Anyway, so um, and she was coughing, and she was... Uh, and this is, by the way, during the Magefa. And the world, like she said, the more people died of what they have there, oh, what the plague did they have at the end of World War I. Yeah, said there were millions of people dying from everything, everything else. The hospitals were like, no, don't bother coming. She says, that's how, that's how bad things were. There's just hundreds of Leviathans every day. It was, it, was, it, was, it was horrific. Anyway, so she said that her, um, her aunt came in. She was a three-week-old baby. She was told about the story afterwards. Started hanging up 
wet sheets all over the room. Like, you walked to the room, the whole room was hanging wet towels and wet sheets. This is like ahead of her time, like she didn't go to bed. And she, she didn't have a vaporizer, but this, she was trying to create some sort of, and she had heat going, and there was, the, the, there was, there was uh, the, 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 um, the vapors from it going all over the room. She survived, which was not a small miracle. And she had just given birth, which her immune system was... Uh, so you st- that started somewhere. It started off as a cold, as a flu. So when, did, when would you label that in 1917? No, as a chel just, uh, no, but this wasn't what everybody else had. She had something else that turned into pneumonia. And they, anyway, point is, is that it's not important for now, but now, Baruch Hashem, we have plenty of people in the status of Baruch Hashem. If somebody has a bad flu, 103 flea fever, and there's nothing wrong with him. He has the flu, and he didn't get the flu shot, and he's going to survive, and a little Tylenol will be in bed for a week, and uh, he's going to be fine. Yeah, but Derech HaTeva. So, so, what? How would you say? Somebody who is actually physically, like, he, he's, he's in bed because of the flu. Yeah, so that's a chalish shame He's not taking any antipyretics. He's just laying there. No, no. As soon as he's enough of a he can take medicine. That's for sure. I'm, we're saying more. If it's a chalish shame he can do a mere lakam Not just take medicines. Not just a gzeh some on him. So we can ask a guy on Shabbos to make the chicken soups. We have two issues over here, which we'll continue with tomorrow night. One issue is we might do a mere lakam. The only problem is the guy's making chicken soup. It's bishalakam. The answer is that's mutaroso. We might do a mere lakam. We might do now, no, but no Jew likes throwing out good chicken soup. So we have, of course, the chayyot doesn't have much of an appetite, so the guy makes seven gallons of chicken soup, and we have six and a half gallons left after Shabbos. Can you eat the chicken soup after Shabbos? Can the chayyot eat the chicken soup? Let's say he had a massive, he had one teaspoon, he had a refuel shleim on the spot, which I'm sure what happened. He got up, went to shul for mincha. Now we have six and a half gallons left. Can he eat it? And can the bari eat it? Can the bari eat it on Shabbos? We'll discuss also. And do we have to kasha the kalim? Mitzvah Shem will discuss that tomorrow night.